Also, I would suggest that you utilize a variety of training approaches. Not everybody learns the same way. Fast learners very rarely will sit still long enough to be taught. Some of your real catalytic leaders don't slow down enough to sit down and be still through a whole course. Some of the best leaders for the Christian church are those people that, that won't endure a whole academic program. Or, if they do, they'll be terrible students because they'll be out doing other stuff all the time. You would need a variety of training approaches to raise up a variety of kinds of people. One program will, will not meet everybody's need. See, I think there's a shift that we need to take in the, in the, in the Western world of, of, of how we think about training. In, in the Western world, we often focus on teaching people. I think it's more important to teach them how to be learners, to cultivate lifelong learning skills. And there's a difference between teaching people and helping them to become learners. It's the difference, as you've probably seen, between giving somebody a fish and teaching them how to fish. Now, let me go on and, and summarize on the chart that's below you. This, this will help... Uh, uh, picture the uh, coaching paradigm that I work with. You see here that there are two areas that we work on. One is personal growth. This is the sanctification process. This is character development. This is spiritual formation. And this is ministry activity. This is the doing. And when I'm talking about ministry activity here, I'm, I'm using it in the very broadest sense. Life activity. Being a good father, for instance, would be, you know, and learning how the skills of being a good father would be a part of that. And so we have two tracks that we work on. Being, doing. Now there's three steps to the process of working with someone. On your notes there, I think it says uh, evaluate, plan, and study. Now... If, if you uh, want to see three R's, the three words that start with the English R, reflect, refocus, and resource, which see is broader than study. Now let me, let, me, uh, let me explain each of these three components. So you can pick good German words to describe, let me describe the function, then you can maybe pick better words than what I've given. The first part is the evaluation, or what I call uh, now reflecting. It's gaining perspective. So you, you ask a person, what, it, what are you encouraged about right now? Tell me about some specific things that you're thanking God for. What do you think is going well right now? Are there any areas that concern you? What do you sense God might be trying to say to you right now in, in your, in your uh, ministry? What do you think are the priorities that God wants you to address? See, what we're helping a person do is get perspective. In my years of working with leaders, I, I realized the number one thing that leaders lose is perspective. They get so busy doing so many things that they, they kind of get lost. And then they start working harder and harder and harder, but less effectively and less effectively and less effectively. So they get tired and worn out and discouraged and etc. So that's the evaluation or, or reflection process. The next is what I call refocusing. I like that term better than planning because planning sounds so academic. 
But refocusing, see, talks about a thing of vision. That after you now have clarity relative to what God wants to do, die Schärfe wiedergewinnen, the long-range vision I talked about yesterday, the leader also needs to develop a short-range vision that says, how can I take steps today that will move me in the direction God wants me to go tomorrow? And so you ask questions in the reflection, in the refocusing process like this. What do you think are the most important things you need to focus on in the next three months? What do you sense God might be asking you to do? What are the options about how you might address this particular issue? How would you evaluate the, um, the, the strengths and weaknesses of each of those options you've generated? What are the specific action steps that you think you need to take? And a very important question. What do you sense that God wants, to, wants you to do between now and the next time we get together two weeks from now? And even set the appointment of when you're going to get back with them. Und dann sollte man gleich auf Now, I gave you just questions where you were just asking questions. A good coach does not tell people what they can discover for themselves. Now, it doesn't mean you don't give input. But you give input where it is truly needed and they can't figure it out for themselves. Now, if you do this, what you do is develop stronger leaders. Like when I was working with my secretary, she was very new. And uh, she would say, Bob, here's the, here's the deal. What sh here's the issue. What, what do we need to do? Now, I wouldn't just tell her what to do. I would take the time and say, well, what do you... What do you think is the real problem here? And we talk about it. And then I'd say, well, what, what are the key biblical principles that we think that may need to be applied here? And we talk about it. And then I'd say, well, what are the options about how we might be able to address this particular problem? And we talk about it. And then I'd say, well, what, let's, let's evaluate these options and decide which one is best and why. And now what are the specific action steps that need to be followed? Here's what happened over time. She would start coming to me and say, Bob, here's, here's the deal. Here's the thing we're trying to face. And here's what I think the real problem is. And then we'd talk from there. A little later on, she'd say, Bob, here's what I think the real problem is. And here are the options that we ought to, to, to take a look at. Then a little later on, she started saying, Bob, here's the real problem. Here are the options. And here's my evaluation of, what the op of, of each of these options. A little later on, she says, Bob, here's the problem. Here are the principles I think that need to be considered. Here's the options. Here's my evaluation of it, and here's my recommendation. So I said, why are you coming to me? <laughs> See, it's very, very powerful to help people learn how to think, to help people learn how to listen to God. Help people be able to get the big picture in mind and be able to order their steps, step by step. And that's the, that's the issue of coaching. What's, and so that is the process of coaching. Now you realize that this model that I'm giving to you will work with the discipleship of new Christians. It works in the development. It's the process you could use in working with a staff member. And it's one that you could even use in the supervision of pastors. From a role of a coach, Barnabas coming alongside to help.